in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Krita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you again and please stay with us because today I've got guests not from Adelaide but from Western Australia. Simon, welcome to the program. Hi Nick, thank you for, for having me. Look, it's very good to have you with us, Simon, and um, I kind of love this because it's a ad hoc program because I just met you the other day. While I was listening to your uh, experience with God, I thought, you know, I must have Simon with me on the radio. And thank you for accepting this invitation, Simon. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. I mentioned a bit uh, earlier that seems like I know you for a long time, even if I spend only a few hours with you. Very easily I can find myself in, uh, in your story. And I would like to just ask you first, if you don't mind, to share with us a little bit of your background. Where are you from? And uh, please, uh, please start with that. Okay. Um, well, I'm, uh, I'm a Kiwi. I'm, I'm from New Zealand. Um, and, uh, yeah, come, from a family of, uh, you know, five kids. And uh, I've moved to um, Perth, Western Australia about 30 years ago, have a family over there and, and run a business in, in Perth. And you have two children, I learned yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Two boys. I have, I have two boys. Uh, they're 19 and 21. Uh, the oldest has, has left home and uh, we've just got the, the youngest one with us now. Mm. So we're we're just waiting for him to fly the coop and um yeah look I I I run a commercial office cleaning business in Perth which I've been doing for uh 21 years uh now but I've I'm looking at sort of wanting to move on to something else and so I've come over here for a 10-day training course um so uh you know I'm just Preparing myself to set up another business and uh, and move out of the, the the commercial office cleaning, so time to um, try something new. Mm. Mm. Uh, I also learned that you like traveling. You've been around the world a bit, you know. Uh, yes, look, I, I I love traveling. Yeah, I haven't done too much in the in the last sort of uh, probably. You know, 15 years apart from going to, to Bali and Thailand. But yes, when I was, um, actually 17, I got on a, um, a tuna boat, American tuna boat. They used to, well, they still do fish around New Zealand in the summer. And my brother and I got on one. And, um, that was the beginning of my adventures of traveling. You know, mm. we went to New Caledonia and, uh, Pago Pago, uh, American Samoa, and, and that was just um, the beginning of it. And, you know, I've been to the States and Canada and, you know, Mexico, Europe, and, uh, yeah, look. But also you like uh, waves very much. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I love the ocean and uh, I'm a, a keen surfer. Um, so, yes, when I was traveling uh, with my uh, backpack around the world, my surfboard uh, went with me as well. So, um, yes, look, I, I don't uh, get to surf as much as I'd like to these days. Um, and I must admit, coming from Western Australia, we've had, uh, you know, quite a few fatalities. Uh, mm. So it, it has... Um, put the wind up me a bit but look um I, I still enjoy getting out there and, and having a paddle i'm probably gazing around a little bit too much these days that's mm. all 
Would you like to share with us uh, how did you get to know God? Uh, where you were before and uh, how that happened? Yes, yeah, certainly. I suppose it, it starts uh, very early in, in, in life. Um, for me, my uh, mother uh, was, well, my mother and father, um, when they had their first child, uh, unfortunately, uh, he died at uh, three years of age, and that caused my mother to start searching for answers of, uh, you know, what happens when you die, and uh, she just had a lot of questions. Um, and, uh, and my father, well, he he didn't believe in God, and, you know, was a, a partier and drinker and gambler and, and smoker and that. But my mum did search out uh, a lot of different faiths, um, trying to find answers, and she basically um, eventually became a Seventh-day Adventist. And so... As a, as kids, um, I've got two older brothers and two younger sisters. As kids, we were made to go to church with my with my mum and and look uh, to be perfectly honest. Uh, as kids, we just used to run around and and have fun and you know we learnt a few Bible stories. But um, at a at a at an early age, coming from New Zealand, um, my friends all played rugby and I wanted to play rugby as well. So at around about eight years of age, um, I approached my dad if I could play rugby, and he said yes. And I got, mum said no, but I, I got my way, mm-hmm. and um, I started playing rugby, and and basically, you know, drifted away from the church at a very early age. So, you know, got into surfing, and uh, you know, got into a, a crowd of of people as I was, uh, um, you know, a teenager you know got into you know drugs and and alcohol and um i suppose you know was just enjoying life and and what uh, the world had to offer and i and i did have a um a mentality that um you know life was there to be enjoyed and um i had a philosophy of um I'd try anything once um, because how do you know if you're going to like it or not unless you give it a go. So, mm-hmm. you know, I dabbled in a lot of things. And um, and uh, so then, um, you know, I, um, I was well and truly in the world there. I was, um, you know, drinking, uh, drinking lots and uh, taking the, the recreational drugs, went travelling and exploring and and doing various things but um eventually I came back to Perth and I uh, married a, a lovely lady and uh we we started having a family you start to settle a little a bit uh. yes yes <laughs> look you know it was time to sort of set down uh roots and um get a steady job and uh and things like that. But look, uh, you know, I mean, my wife and I, we ended up, uh, before we got married, when we were together, we went up to the gold fields and we worked in the gold fields for three years. And um, uh, there's a big, you know, culture of um, drugs and alcohol up there, which, uh, again, you know, I was involved in. Um, but when we left, um, when we left the goldfields and, and eventually went back to Perth and that, um, we, we got our own business and we set up the, the commercial office 
cleaning business and, um, you know, uh, struggled uh, for a little while in that. But, you know, we, we made it work. Um, and then what ended up happening is um, probably six years ago or seven years ago, my uh, mother came over to visit from New Zealand and um, while she was staying at our place, she um, she basically asked me if um, I could uh, set aside one or two nights just to sit down and, and watch some in information that she had bought over on CD or DVD, I should say. I wasn't interested at all. I was, um, you know, drinking and, and partying and I was enjoying life because the business was doing well. But um, my mum was um, a rock, a solid rock in our family as, uh, you know, dad was drinking and smoking and gambling and uh, he was off doing his own thing whereas mum and mum was always there to to uh, make sure that we had everything that we needed um, mm. so I loved my I loved my mum and I knew that she was only there for a week and so just to keep her ha happy I said yeah look I'll I'll watch it I'll watch this information uh, one evening so on halfway through a stay, um, you know, I think I cracked open a uh, a stubby and and said to Mum, "Okay, let's um, throw on one of these DVDs." So um, as I said, I wasn't interested in all. I, wa I wasn't searching. I wasn't looking. I was happy with my life, the way things were going. Anyway, we uh, she put on one of these DVDs, which was uh, by um, Walter Veith. He's a South African um, pastor and professor. I was sipping on my beer, watching this thing, waiting, you know, sort of thinking I can't wait for this to be over. But as um, we got further into the DVD, I was shocked um, I suppose at the information that was being presented to me, um, he as a as a lecturer, um, he was very good at um, putting the information in. I suppose a a clear and precise way that uh, was easy to understand, and the and the facts were just there in black and white and. I realised um, after, you know, looking at this information that this my mother had given me um, about Christianity and the stories was they weren't just stories. There was a lot of evidence and truth out there to support the Bible and, uh, you know, um, in archaeology. And I just realised that um, they weren't fairy tales and stories. And to be perfectly honest, I, I think I just about choked on my beer and I was just astounded. And as I said, I, I wasn't interested at all in getting to know Jesus. Or changing your life. Or, or changing my yeah. life. Mm. But when I saw the information, I couldn't 
dispute it. And um, it changed my life. It, uh, you know, I mean, like I say, I, I wasn't looking, but uh, the way I see it is that God was looking for me mm. and he wasn't going to give up on me. And I'm so thankful that, um, you know, my mum uh, never gave up on me. She, uh, you know, she's always through the the years has sort of always tried to feed us little tidbits but i was never never interested and um i suppose um she left me some information um and went went home left went back to new zealand and she left some dvds which i continued to to watch and also a cd that i was listening to in the car and I was still doing my own thing. I, I'd actually, my, a friend of mine, we were actually brewing our own beer. Um, in WA, they have these places that uh, called You Brew It. And um, you go there and you pick whatever beer you want. And they have all the facilities and you, you make it from a recipe and you bottle it and and I can remember I was actually driving back. I had uh, three cartons of beer that I'd just bottled and w- was in the back seat. And I was listening to a, a pastor, Daniel Powell. The Holy Spirit really convicted me as I was driving home that um, I needed to give my life to the Lord. Uh, as I'm driving, I'm thinking to myself, but what's, you know, what's my. What's my wife going to think? What? How is this going to affect my family? And I was afraid. I was really afraid of of making that decision. But, um, you know, because I'd been listening to this information for a couple of weeks and I was being convicted more and more by the Holy Spirit to, to give my life and to surrender my life to, to Jesus. And um, I... Made a decision there that uh, you know I was I was going to surrender my life and I, I never drank the alcohol. I, uh, I I I kind of sort of said to Lord to the Lord, you know, why are you convicting me now? Can't you convict? Why why didn't you convict me after I'd finished this <laughs> this beer? But that was just the way it was. So um, I you know went home and. Uh, I I pondered on it and basically I told my my wife that I you know I wanted to go to church and uh and that I wanted to get to know Jesus and um she wasn't particularly happy to say the least and it did create a few problems um in our our relationship and I and I can un- sort of understand her way of thinking uh but um yeah i i started you know visiting a church and then eventually um we had a an easter camp that i went along to um a christian camp and um i was listening to a speaker there and he basically did a what do they call it um Ultra call or something like yes, that. Yes, yes, that's mm. what he did. And um, I was standing at, right at the very back, and he was asking people that 
you know, want to give their lives, their hearts to the Lord to come forward and something just came over me and, um, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit was calling me and, and I walked up to the front uh, with a, with some other people and uh, un- the tears were just, I, I couldn't hold back the tears, you know. It was, it was a hard thing. Um, you know, Jesus was calling me and I couldn't say no. I just had to give my life to the Lord and um, I was in you know, preparing myself uh, with studies and mm. and so forth and uh, and got baptized. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Simon, for that. Uh, not to resist, you know, the Holy Spirit when it's impressing on us. Mm. Mm. Uh, look, um, we'll just take a short break right now. We're going to play a song uh, entitled It's Time. Mm. And that's from um, an album um, from Pilgrim with Eric and Monique. Please stay with us. This is In the Footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. It's time for revolution. It's time for change. It's time for new perspective from the mundane. It's time to live like it's my last day It's time for restoration, it's time to pray It's time to follow all that Jesus says It's time to live like it's my last day Live my life about Him in His truth and 
Tell the world Tell the world That Jesus is coming again I live my life about it It is true then Tell the world Tell the world That Jesus is coming again I live my life about it It is true then Tell the Welcome back. This is in the footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. That was a wonderful song. It's time. It's time to be in fire. It's time to tell the world that we have a great news about salvation, about our walk with Jesus Christ. I've got with me today Simon Alexander sharing his walk with Jesus. And he, in the first part of this program, he told us how he enjoyed life out there with no God. But he came across a time when God was knocking at his door and he answered that call. Simon, what's your experience with God? You just said before the break that you, uh, you answered that call and you got baptized. Mm, yes. How long was that? Uh, well, I got um, uh, baptized um, nearly six years ago, mm-hmm. um, and in that time, um, you know, my walk with Jesus, uh, my relationship with Jesus has just grown and grown and grown. I mean, obviously, I wasn't looking for Jesus. Um, Jesus was looking for me, and... I I came to give my life to Jesus more or less out of fear. Um you know, I didn't know him. So I didn't I didn't have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So when I realized that the Bible was true with all this evidence that supports it and I realized that People that don't give their lives to Jesus, they're lost forever. I was actually afraid that I'm going to die. I'm, I'm, and for I'm, forever, forever, forever. And so it was for me. It was it was fear that drove me. Um, I mean, the truth convicted me but it was fear that okay Jesus is real mm-hmm. and I'm going to die forever because I haven't given my life to to Jesus but so I think just to interrupt you there Simon a little bit I think that fear it's actually a good fear to fear the Lord yes you know absolutely. I, I mean like uh, because yeah I came across many times with people who say oh uh, we we don't need to fear you know but actually we're standing before the God of universe mm, mm. and how can we but fear absolutely you know fear is 
is a natural thing with a creator that uh, made everything. And uh, and if we don't give our lives to him, you know, we we are going to be lost. But it's, you know, we when when we meet people for the first time, we don't we can't say that we love people that we know that we know them and and we love them straight off the bat it takes time to get to know someone and so through that fear as time has gone on i have grown to love jesus as my relationship has grown the more time that i spend with him the more i get to know him the more i understand his love for us and the sacrifice that he made for us. It's beautiful. It, it's just a wonderful thing to know that Christ came to this world. He came down from the court, you know, the heaven where he was worshipped and uh, praised by all the, the holy angels. And he came down to earth and became a man to give his life for, for each and every one of us. When you really, truly start to understand the sacrifice and the love that he has for each and every one of us, that he would rather die on the cross for us than live without us in heaven, it's just a a beautiful thing, you know. You can't, well, you you know, you just, your love for him just grows and grows and grows. Mm You you said uh, earlier in the program that you enjoy life and you you thought you had what you want, everything was going well, and when you were challenged by your mom, you know, to kind of look into some material, you know, to learn about God, you're not interested. Looking back now, after six years walking with Jesus, what would you say about that time when you you thought that you have everything or you 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 had what you want? It was all superficial. Um, look, you know, look at the. I I look at things and I think, look, Satan out there is is tempting us to to follow him and to not be interested in in Jesus and Satan doesn't it doesn't tempt us with boring dull things you know he tempts us with stuff that's exciting and uh you know it it, it is stuff that that appeals to us but but at the end of the day it doesn't compare at at all to what jesus christ offers us mm. you know a life of eternity living in a world without pain, without suffering, without hurt. It, it's hard to imagine, um, I think, for for a lot of people. But I try to think about it regularly that we have so much sadness, we have so much depression, we have anger, we have, you know, all the horrible things that we see in this world. And obviously there are good things as well. You know, there's fun and pleasure and, you know, excitement and and that. But I think at the end of the day, it is nothing compared to what what God offers, offers us. Which, which means you, you say that there is also fun and excitement and uh, uh, what else did you say with God? 
absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, I I think um, the love um, that God has to offer, which is, you know, pure. Um, you know, we we tend to have a love that is tainted. Mm-hmm. We we have a love that okay, I, I love my wife, or I I love my girlfriend, or or my partner, or, or whoever it may be, because they, um, you know, they they cook and clean, or 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 they they, you know, they do. They do certain things for me that that I like, if you know what I mean, and and I just I just feel that you know we we always tend to have an a bit of an ulterior motive as to why, you know, we we love someone because there's something that we get we get out of it, and and uh, we selfish, must, and yes. we must say that we don't love our wives because they cook because otherwise <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't have dinner tonight. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But exactly. look, um, look, it's so true uh, what you just said, Simon, because. Uh, Uh, it's a different love when we learn the love of God, mm. how God loved us. Mm. John three mm. sixteen that He gave everything what He had to be with us. I mean, to have us with Him. Absolutely. If you if you like, and that's amazing, Simon. Just before we close, I would like you to leave uh, us with uh, with an encouragement or a message. For our listeners, yeah. what would you say uh, in regard to looking back to your life before coming to know God and walking with Jesus right now? Look, I I would um, I would just like to say to people out there that um, t- um, are maybe searching or or even those that are just flicking through the channels and and aren't really interested. I would just say take the time. To look into it, because you have nothing to lose. I mean, if it wasn't for me, um, just thinking that I was going to, you know, make my mum happy by, you know, watching these things. If it wasn't for me just saying yes, okay, I'll have a look. I would never have come to know Jesus. So I, I would just say to people out there, just just have a look. You know, you can at the end of it, you can always say no, but you will find that there is sufficient evidence to support the Bible and to convict your heart that that Jesus is real and that He has a wonderful journey and promises for us for those who put their their faith and trust in Him. So just take a look at it. And then make a decision, rather than just shutting him down before you you give him a chance mm. to 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 prove himself, to reveal himself to you. That's that's well said, uh, Simon, and thank you very much for that. Um, I pray that you'll uh, continue to walk with Jesus and grow to know Him more and more, and to be able to share this good news with many people out there. Because I can see you are a very passionate Christian, a very passionate servant of God, and I wish you and your family all the best. And um, for the time to come, we know we live in a very special time uh, that will be anchored strongly mm. 
in the Lord Jesus Christ because uh, I'm not going to be pessimistic, you know, but the things ahead of us not looking very good, you know, and we know that uh, we need to put ourselves and trust in God for the things to come. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you very much again. God bless you and all the best. Until next time, I wish you all the best. Keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus.